With cybersecurity becoming more complex and the threats even more dangerous, knowing what to do to protect yourself can seem like an impossible task. That is until now. Welcome to the Cyberbytes Podcast, where we help you filter through the noise one bite at a time. Welcome back to the first episode of the Cyberbytes Podcast this year. And man, it's been a busy five months. As I mentioned on one of my previous episodes, I'm back in grad school. And this past semester was ridiculously difficult. I was in a stats class plus a network forensics class. And mainly the stats class was kicking my butt. Absolutely just time consuming, a lot of homework. So it didn't leave a lot of time for other fun stuff that I have going on, including this podcast. So I want to thank everybody for sticking with me. I know I've been kind of missing in action, if you will. But a lot of stuff going on personally, again, professionally, as as well as with grad school. But I'm back at least for the next couple months here while we're you know, in between semesters. And I've got a little extra time, though I am taking one independent study course this summer not nearly as crazy busy as it has been for the last uh, few months so anyway coming back with a special edition last wednesday i had the privilege and opportunity to be on the hammer and nigel radio show it's the number one afternoon as they call drive time show in central indiana i've actually had the opportunity previously to meet hammer and nigel you know i've been on ibc a few times with terry stacy so it was really cool to be able to talk about in about 11 minute segment the colonial pipeline cyber attack so this is what this episode is going to be. It's just going to be a re-air of my interview with them. But I wanted to come on real quick, do a brief introduction of the segment that I was able to do with them. Really appreciative to Jason Hammer and Nigel um, for them inviting me on. Though I, I disclose, I did reach out to them and say, hey, I want to talk about this particular issue. There's some stuff being said or that had been said at the federal level by Biden and his administration as it regards to cybersecurity with private companies and in a industry that is highly regulated by the federal government, especially when it comes to the cybersecurity and physical security rules and regulations kind of set me off. And the whole reason that CISA, the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Security Agency, the push was for them to help prevent these types of attacks on our critical infrastructure. So for them to come out and say them as the federal government to come out and say, well, it's a private issue is complete baloney. It's bullcrap. 
then why are we paying you through our tax dollars all of this money? If it's just a private issue, then let us be and do our own thing and don't sit here and throw Colonial Pipeline under the bus for not, quote, doing enough. And they may or may not have done enough. I don't know. I'm not intimately familiar with all of the cybersecurity programs and applications and and the things that they have in place to protect their systems. Heck, they could be doing everything right. And and they still got attacked. Of course, they could be doing stuff wrong. Who knows? I'm not going to sit here and speculate at this point until more information comes out. But to immediately just throw them under the bus like that, ooh, that set me off. And so I reached out to Jason on Facebook and said, hey, I want to do you think I could come on and, and talk about this issue? And I said, real quick, the, couldn't get into a whole lot of details. 11 minutes for their show is actually a pretty big segment. So very, again, appreciative of that opportunity, not trying to um, just part of the radio biz. So the podcast like mine can come on and get into the weeds a little bit, talk about those details, which I will probably do here in a, in a later episode. But at least for this one, just wanted to come on, replay that, get some mileage out of that, if you will. And then just also say, hey, sorry about not being able to get anything out this year so far. Grad school has just been brutal. But I'm, for the most part, enjoying it. Stats wasn't fun. The whole kind of another conversation on those details. But I'm back. Very happy to. It's been a while since I heard that intro music. It really does get me jazzed up every time I listen to it. But I'm going to shut up, at least from this part of it. Hope you guys enjoy the episode in that little segment with the Hammer and Nigel show. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel show on 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Nick Sturgeon is a cybersecurity expert. He's also the host of the CyberBytes podcast. Joins us on the Hammer and Nigel show. All right, Nick, let's talk about the pipeline. Let's talk about how this thing was hacked. Let's start at the very beginning. How did this go down? So that is yet to be determined. I don't want to speculate, but... Uh, It's very likely common how this ransomware happens is somebody goes, hey, look, uh, I'm a, you know, Nigerian prince or, you know, some kind of phishing scam. You've won, you know, $1,000 for your next betting, uh, you know, adventure or whatever. And they click on the link and malware gets installed on a computer. And then once that's done, these guys are so good, they get pretty much free reign into any system that they uh, compromise. 
Okay, so and, basically a bad yeah. link or somebody maybe on the inside downloaded something on this computer, and once that happens, these sophisticated hackers, they can do pretty much whatever they want, right? Yeah, and we've seen it. I mean, these guys uh, were able to you know, basically shut down at least the, from what's being said, the payment processing uh, portion of uh, you know, the pipeline, even though the pipeline itself was supposedly still pushing gas through, there was a, no way for them to account for how much was you know going out to these tankers or these trucks or whatnot. So yeah, I mean we we've seen it through solar winds um, at the beginning of this year, late last year, to you know a, a countless cyber hacks over the years that I've been uh, doing cybersecurity, I mean, they, they get in and it's full reign. They can have whatever heyday that they want. People do pay these guys, right? These Russian hackers, uh, from what I understand, ha- demanded cryptocurrency and the Colonial Pipeline paid. Yep. I, I, today comes out $5 million or about $5 million for them to give them the keys to be able to get the the computers back up and running i mean it is a big big business that's why they are doing it this particular dark side ransomware is a ransomware as a service so there's a, a, a some crafty scummy guys out there that has said hey we've developed this you pay us you know one percent or whatever their terms are and we'll let you use our ransomware and go out and attack companies huge business billions of dollars a year and and that's why they're doing it because that's where the money's at nick um i don't know much about cyber hacking or cyber security so i see that this company has paid five million bucks in this cryptocurrency talk me off the cliff here how do i know that this isn't going to happen again the very next week from the same people uh, I wish I, you know, I, I wish I could tell you it's not going to happen again. It's going to happen again. Um, in my personal opinion, watching this stuff, you know, we look at the national political stage. I'm no fan of Biden. I think he's weak on foreign policy. I think part of the reason, again, in my opinion, why we have seen these bigger and bigger attacks come out over the last six months is because the U.S. is perceived weak. We're not retaliating. Maybe the Justice Department will indict a few people here and there. Just, ooh, look, we're indicting these you know, Chinese nationals or these Russian nationals. But nothing really is happening, and we look weak. And, and when we look at companies like this where – our economy, you look at all of the craziness that has happened over the last few days, gas prices shot up. We've got hoarding that's going on. I, it, uh, they hey, basically have these guys by the short hairs. Yeah, uh, Nick they, Sturgeon <laughs> is a cybersecurity expert and host of the Cyberbytes podcast. Nick, okay, so I'm concerned and like, I mean, this colonial pipeline, I kept on hearing from the Biden administration, well, this is a private sector thing. We're going to, uh, you know, we're going to help and assist here, but this is something they need to deal with. But at the same time, you have uh, millions of people not able to put 
gas in their cars. What about, I mean, could these... Could these hackers get into something like the power grid? Could they shut down electricity? Could they shut down the ability for somebody to turn their lights on in their house? Is that within the realm of possibility when we're talking about cybersecurity issues? Yeah, it's very real. Um, if you look back to 2015 when Russia started invading the Ukraine, that's exactly what they did. Black Energy, they the Russians were able to get into their power grid. It is absolutely very feasible. And I don't mean to scare anybody out there. This is reality. We need to wake up. It is very real that our electric grid is uh, susceptible to, to hacks. And it was actually yesterday when I was listening to your guys' show on my way home, when you guys were talking about that, yes, they are a private company. However, a, an energy company like this is heavily regulated by the federal government. Yeah. And the moves that the federal government have been making over the last five years to try to do more, and, and I applaud it in some aspects. In others, I'm, I'm frustrated as a professional. But to me, I, and I read the, the press uh, transcript from that, it's like, well, not our fault. We're just going to throw yeah. the company under the bus. And that set me off. I was so ticked off when I heard that yesterday. That's why I reached out and said, I've got to talk about it because it just really uh, uh, ticked me off. Nick Sturgeon is a cybersecurity expert, host of the Cyberbytes podcast. He joins us on the Hammer and Nigel show. Again, I'm not trying to sensationalize anything. And like you said earlier, we're not trying to scare people. But a couple of years ago, I had uh, somebody tell me that the next major attack on the United States won't be some sort of 9-11 terrorist-style attack where bombs are exploding. It's going to be some sort of cyber attack. Do you buy into that? Uh, I think the shots have already been fired. <laughs> um, I, you know, when I first started as a master student up at Purdue in the digital forensics program, I kept hearing cyber 9-11, cyber 9-11. I, you know, it, it got so old. I think we're well beyond those shots being fired. If you look at the Sony hack that happened a number of years ago, oh, Target, yeah. SolarWinds, we, you know, the Bank of America, the federal government with the OPM breach, I can go on and on and on about these different uh, cyber attacks that have happened each year, each time they get bigger and bigger and bigger. I think we're there. Uh, and again, not to scare anybody, but technology is so ingrained in everything that we do. We're so dependent on it. This, is, this should be a wake-up call. Thankfully, Nobody was hurt. Yeah, there was some panic buying. You know, and when you top all of that onto an already weak economy, the inflation that is starting to creep in because of all these stimulus checks, I'm worried. I, I think this, you know, the, and I even read today, you know, we're probably possibly something, you know, could come within, you know, a few months. It could come within a few days. But this should be a wake-up call that we need – to be more serious. And I, there's plenty of people out there that are serious about it, but the public needs to get more educated. And that's really why I started the podcast, Shameless Bug, is to help educate folks on these issues. Why do companies pay? Is there no way to circumvent what these hackers have done? 
It's impossible? It is possible, but they have to be doing the right things from the beginning. Backups, not and you know, just taking what I call good cyber hygiene and doing the right things. Cyber the the technologies are expensive. Personnel to that know what they're doing on cybersecurity is not cheap. And it's really been a business decision. Well, you know, five million dollars to come back from this hack and using the Colonial Pipeline as the example versus how much money have they lost in the last couple of days? It's probably well more than $5 million. So it is just a business decision in some aspects or, you know, get into it and like, well, it's going to take me two months to fully recover to build everything back up, or I can get the keys to decrypt this and be back up in a couple of days. And so, that's part of why ransomware is so effective is they set the the amount of money just enough to make it a business decision. They could probably have held Colonial Pipeline hostage for well more than that $5 million. And, but if it's set too high, then people won't pay. Nick, last thing before we let you go here. We've got about 30 seconds left. You mentioned earlier the public has to be aware of what's going on. What's something that we, the public, can do? So go out and educate yourself, and I'll uh, put a shout-out for the Indiana Cybersecurity Hub. state of Indiana has a lot of great resources, a lot of centralization. Um, I'm on the Executive Cybersecurity Council. We've got universities and colleges here that have a lot of good information, just go out and learn about what you can do to protect not only yourself at home, but at your businesses. Because this really comes down to personal education and, and not clicking on you know silly links. And should I change my password from one, two, three, four, Nick? <laughs> yes. I, yes. Make it a little bit more complex than that. <laughs> hey, man, this was fascinating. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's a little scary. I'm not going to lie, but it was a fascinating conversation. Uh, Nick Sturgeon uh, with the Cyber Bites podcast. Nick, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this special episode of the Cyberbytes podcast. Thanks again to Hammer and Nigel for having me on. You can catch them weekdays, 3 to 7, WIBC 93.1 here in Central Indiana, or you can catch their podcast. They're on iTunes. Also can listen to them live on WIBC.com. Again, three to seven weekdays. That's it. Hope to do this here again soon, and we will catch everybody on the flip side. Talk to you later.